Cambridge 105 Radio. Want to do your everyday shopping and raise funds for Cambridge 105 Radio? With easy fundraising, it's easy. Easy fundraising partners will donate part of what you spend to Cambridge 105 Radio. And it won't cost you any extra. Choose from great brands like Amazon, John Lewis, Etsy, H&M and Screwfix. Sign up now at cambridge105.co.uk slash easy fundraising. Thank you. Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. That's Sivu and Wild Horse Running. That is the title track from his album that came out last year, mid mid year. Yes. And I'm very pleased that Sivu joins me. Now, shall I call you James? Call me, or, please call yeah. me James. Yeah, that's fine. And sort of Sivu's the music project, isn't it? Exactly. Effectively. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, James, you started a long time ago. Um, we were saying that. That you're you're coming up for an anniversary in at the towards the end of this year of ten years. Yeah, that's it. Or yeah, ten so years since your first album. Well, that's it. Yeah, my first came, album came out in yeah 2014 Oct- October 2014, and then I think Sivu started as a thing probably around 2013 2012 2013. So it's yeah, it's been a a long time. And you were in here. At I that was, point, you yeah, were saying it's yeah, been, been a long time ago. Yeah, so it's lovely to be back. So yeah, thank you for having me. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's it's crazy how quick it's gone. To be honest with you, so. And did you have? Is it three out? Two albums? Three out? Uh, this is so my third album. This, yeah, yes. so I've had. Yeah, so my first album came out in 2014, and then my second album, Sweet Sweet Silent, came out in 2017, and then I had a huge break, and then yeah, last year was the first one in over yeah, five years. And so. how long did it take you to record this new album then? Um, we actually we. Started started it kind of i started writing it just before lockdown oh, yes. so and it kind of started and lockdown kind of happened and i imagine like a lot of kind of creative people kind of stunted it and yeah. stopped it and then and then kind of when things kind of freed up i was going in and out of the studio with my friend charlie and we were kind of fitting in around sessions he had and then yeah then we finished it and then we kind of parked it for a little while and then we weren't quite sure what we we're going to do with it if it was going to come out and then yeah and then we decided to put it out and um yeah i'm really proud of it so i'm really pleased you did put it out <laughs> that would have been a waste otherwise yeah, wouldn't absolutely. it absolutely no and it was <clears throat> we, yeah it was really exciting after such a huge break to be able to come out with like new music and yeah there was lots of you know deliberation if we were going to put new music out and um yes yeah, so i'm really pleased that we've and, it, it. and it's very warmly received hasn't it it's been very yeah well received. it has it has and really lovely feedback from it and um you never know i think that's the thing because it was again because there's such a gap between the second and third album you just don't know if people are still engaged or listen and the reception was really lovely so i feel very lucky about that so due to you talking about the gap can we uh, ask you uh, there's a, a specific reason am- amongst life and everything else but why you took a gap yeah absolutely yeah so i, um, I have a hearing condition called many disease which i was diagnosed with around the time my second album actually so um I, I noticed it, you know, kind of back in probably 2015. I was touring, I was struggling to hear. I had lots of tinnitus and kind of experienced lots of dizziness. And then it got to 2017, I got the diagnosis, finally found out what happened. And that, that a lot of that kind of themes were in the second album. And then I toured that album. And then I just kind of was just so tired and burnt out. And I found, like, I found out that it spread to both of my ears. Um, and I just kind of felt like I needed just to kind of take stop, really, and just kind of prioritise my health kind of figure out you know how i was going to manage the condition and um 
yeah and then I started wearing hearing aids and that was a huge adjustment so adapting to that and then the, even the idea of performing live was such a daunting process and then I was like well could I go into the studio with hearing aids and could I write still and would things sound the same so there was a lot of learning and kind of adapting and kind of it was an unfortunate position where I you know I was able to you know see great doctors and figure out how to kind of manage my symptoms and what my triggers were for, for the condition itself um and then and yeah. did that just come on sort of gradually or, or did something trigger it well yeah so i think it started again probably back in 2013 2014 actually where i was experiencing kind of fullness in the ear tinnitus but i, I put that down to like being in bands since i was 15 yes you know? i was like well i've looked after my ears and then yeah it became more prominent and i was here and i noticed that i had something called diplocusis where i was hearing pitches different in one ear to the other so i'd be performing live sometimes and if i'd maybe drank or i wasn't very well or tired i would notice it more so i'd be on stage and i would constantly feel like i was out of tune or my guitar was out and i knew something wasn't quite right and then and then i just kind of really pursued kind of my doctors and i actually ended up having to go private to get the prognosis in the end um and then once i had that i was like okay and then and then i didn't really think about it too much because it didn't really affect me it was that kind of thing like okay cool you know fine it is what it is and i was young and i didn't it wasn't too bad it was livable um and it probably wasn't until yeah about 2017 2016 when it actually became a, a, a factor in what i was doing and it was having a huge impact in what i was doing like every i was noticing i was struggling to hear people performing on stage was a challenge um and i felt really tired because i'm guessing you, you know you without your hearing or with with um compromised hearing it's really tiring because you're you're trying you're doing extra hard for everything else exactly and like you say if you're struggling if you're reaching to try and hear or like if you're um on stage and you said it, it must uh unbalance you and that's exactly and, and you're not prepared for it whereas you know um yeah, it, it, it's not just the condition itself, it's the kind of things around it, isn't it? Exactly that. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I and I just felt very, um, yeah, exposed on stage. And then, and again, I almost felt like I, I was relearning how to play live and that was quite unnerving. Um, so every time I play a show, there was a lot of anxiety around that. Like, well, what happens if I started feeling poorly on stage or I, all of a sudden my pitch went or something. So there was a lot of stress that came with that. So... Yeah, 2017 was, I persevered and was like, no, I'm not going to let this stop me. And then I actually got to a point where I was like, I really need to reassess what I'm doing. So there was a huge amount of time that I just had to kind of stop. And then I kind of was kind of resigned to the idea that I probably wouldn't play anymore. And then it wasn't until I started writing again. I kind of found myself going up into my little writing space and was writing and then demoing. And then I was like, then I'd realised that I'd somehow wrote an album. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? Well, that's wonderful. That just shows it's it's, it's within you. It's not, uh, it's something you can't just say, you can switch on and off like a switch. Exactly, yeah. And and that's it. And I think, and that's actually a place where I've got to now. It's like, well, I think I'll always write in some capacity or perform. Um, And then now, so yeah, this album has given me the opportunity to kind of play but it's kind of very much more like my terms now which is really good for me and my health where you know i haven't really toured this album but it's there's something quite nice about that rather than yeah. you know i kind of get to play if it feels right and the, and the circumstances are so right. with the hearing aids i'm guessing as well you have to adapt because it, it's not i think a lot of us have misconceptions that a hearing aid just makes your hearing suddenly you can hear more but it's this sort of adapting because it doesn't quite do that does it yeah like that's the thing so and things do sound different i was really fortunate that I have these um, resound hearing aids, GN hearing aids. I started actually collaborating with them. I, I spoke to them actually, and that was another reason why I came back out because I met this hearing aid company who specialised in how these music settings. Ah. So I kind of they were the reason why they kind of they were like, because I used to have NHS hearing aids which were amazing, but for music they just lacked some of that clarity that I would need, like in terms of pitching and writing. And these kind of hearing aids have allowed me to do that, which is really good. Um, but 
it is different you know it isn't the same mm. you know you, you know i can my i can hear speech better but music does sound different again these hearing aids are very good that they can adapt to sounds and things but yeah it is different you know think guitars sound differently and yeah and I, and I think you you did say it earlier the fact that you feel a bit self-conscious and isn't that weird I find it really weird now because I know a lot of people with hearing issues and profound hearing loss that I've got very used to seeing hearing aids but people will see like I'm sitting here wearing glasses because my sight isn't so good but people are much more conscious about hearing aids and I feel like it's a thing that we should stop you know that it needs to be, to move because it no one worries. No, and you know, and that you're absolutely right. And 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 I think you know, I'm not, I'm relatively young to be wearing hearing mm. aids. So I think I was there was a lot of you know self consciousness around that. And I think it got to a point where I was like, it made my life so much better with them that it was it it, it was just it, it wasn't a no brainer for me. And actually now I feel really empowered by them. And I like talking about it. You know, people ask me about it. I like it. So um, yeah, it's good. That's good. No, and I think that's really good. And I think the more people talk about it because it's diff. You know, if you've grown up with a hearing loss and you're used to them, it's different from suddenly being thrown into it as you were. But it also reminds me that anyone that goes to gigs and uh, hears music should really look be looking after your ears. Oh, absolutely, you? yeah, definitely, and and that, yeah, and even yeah, nowadays, it's, I remember when I was younger. I remember some people always telling me, you know, you should put your earplugs in, and I was always, you know, know. you have that rebel youth. You're like, I don't need these, but actually. It makes such a difference. Yeah, it's so yeah, no, and, and I'm the same. And, you know, the sign of a good gig would be you'd go away and your ears were ringing and you'd still wake up in the morning and your ears were ringing and you realise that that was really not a good thing. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. you thought that was like a badge of honour at the time. Definitely. And I think people are more aware of it. And, and you know, venues give out hearing yeah. uh, earplugs now, yeah, which do. is good. I mean, they're not the, the best because obviously they're just disposable things. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say to anyone doing that, make sure you look after your ears. I couldn't agree more, definitely. <laughs> now, we've heard white wild horse running which is the title track is there a, a reason behind that i don't ask you for what what, what it sort of is it based on yeah absolutely so um when i was writing this song i kind of started with this piano idea and wild horse running was this kind of thing that kind of came out while i was writing it and then i kind of had th- like that idea of like the imagery of like a, a wild horse and how that what that represented you know freedom and power and then i kind of really d- dug into that with the lyrics of the song you know and then this idea of kind of like uh, masculinity and like the, the idea of what it is to be a man and like you know I kind of really lent in on it but I thought there was something quite empowering about that and it was just more about that sense of feeling quite free and then actually with this album that was what I really felt like because I had again there was no expectations there was no ties I had no you know I have a really small label that I'm with but there, there was no pressures so I actually was like I felt like I could do whatever I wanted and it was a real step forward from my last previous records where they were more kind of considered where this was just a bit like no we're just gonna do something in my bedroom so and again i didn't know if anyone was going to hear it so i just didn't care you know and that's something really exciting as a creative person just to be doing it again because you love it so um that's kind of where that song stemmed from and then that theme fed through the whole album i think just that sense of like empowerment and um owning it really brilliant brilliant i love it i love Thank it you. now we're going to have one more track from that in a moment which yes. i'll get you to 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 introduce before we say goodbye but before that you must say that you you've got new even more new music coming out haven't I, you? i do yeah no i'm really excited so i've actually yeah been plugging away at like well, i've been writing again and again i didn't really expect it was going to happen but yeah i've been putting together a new ep which is basically been finished this week so i think we're going to be putting new music out you know in the next 
next couple of months so it's really exciting and i think the plan is to put a new ep out in april so i'll be yeah plugging that and doing some bits and bobs and yeah. and then you said an anniversary uh, home tour yeah a home gig yeah. rather so, I yeah, say. So, so something on high the first album came out in uh, october 2014 so in october 2024 four, 24, 24 <laughs> yeah we're going to be doing some gigs so i think we're going to be doing a london gig and then we're going to do doing a gig in cambridge um which i'll be able to share soon it's going to be october but yeah that's gonna be basically my plan is to play the album start to finish um, and then kind of play some other songs. But, yeah, it's it's going to be really special, so I'm really excited That's, about that. That sounds brilliant. That sounds yeah. brilliant. Uh, now, before you go, thank you very much for coming in. Oh, it's no, been an absolute pleasure. And uh, we're going to hear Afterglow. Do yes. you want to give a little introduction to it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Afterglow was a song, um, one of my favourite songs off the new album. And I actually wrote this, again, during lockdown. And, and my little boy, when he was born, I was writing this song, and the melody is at the main hook, which is the way for it. My little boy used to sing, and it was a really special song. So I kind of, it's very much about him him and the, that kind of feeling and uh yeah it's yeah very special oh that's wonderful thank you very much before we go where do we anyone find your music yeah absolutely yeah so i'm on spotify so that's just sivu and then website sivu.co.uk and then sivu con sivu signals sorry is all my kind of social media handles so yeah that's do say lovely. hello thank you very much no, and here's you. a sivu and afterglow cambridge 105 radio